The Academic Podcast Agency. We here at the Whitetail Stories podcast love you guys. We are so happy that you're part of this journey with us. And as a special uh, holiday bonbon, we want to offer you um, a story that we made together, which has been sat in the vaults, which comes out just at this time of year. It's a story called The True Tale of Christmas. And thank you for investing your time and your ears with us. It's been a pleasure to have these conversations. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Christmas was tired, too tired. He dangled his long fir tree legs over the side of the hill and looked down at the town below. Against the jelly lemon moonlight, the town was awash with the lights of a thousand shops. Bright neon signs blinked his name and figurines of capitalist kings in Coca-Cola colors played out poor scenes of nativities in store windows. The streets sighed under the weight of the frantic footsteps of humans hungry for the feeling of completion. As branded bags bashed in hands of people shuffling from shop to shop. High above on the hill, looking down, the people like clothing clad ants below, Christmas sighed. Sighed the sigh of someone who cared so much that they were close to stopping caring at all anymore. A single snow globe tear fell from his eye, his glass-like form holding the very archetype of Christmas Day, all smiling faces and snow-covered shoulders. The tear floated down like a leaf before smashing onto the hard rocks below. Christmas raised himself up, his long sinewy body too weak to hold itself. As he swayed in the wind, he began to make the long walk home. You remember when it happened? the changeover. He'd watched so many of his friends fall by the wayside, the traditional holidays who didn't fit into whatever calendrical system was currently in vogue, the hog holidays and the kings for a day, adapt and survive. That had been his motto back then, and when the deal was struck, it didn't feel like a compromise, more like a collaboration. A deal with the devil, his friends had said, but what did they know? Most of them were dead now. Their bodies buried beneath the stone slabs which lined the walkway of his path home. And here he was, still alive, still celebrated, still remembered, admittedly a little weary, but still here, none the same, adapt and survive. He reached his fir tree fingers out and, twisting the globe-shaped handle, let himself in. Stepping his pinpointed feet over the clatter-clad carpet, he reached and switched on a small lamp, causing the darkened room to gasp in a sudden burst of light. He leaned his body out like an ice skater, kicking his leg out behind him and closing the front door. Ah, this place had been home for a long, long time. Before the Boers or the barbarians, the pagans or the Protestants, this place existed, sheltering his bones and housing his hospitalities. Home. His home. Once so full of cheer and friends, it now just seemed, well, a little empty. Just one more day left, Mogui. He made his way to the calendar and, taking a red pen in his hand, crossed out the box number 23. One more day of freedom. 
He used to look forward to it, you know. The whole year building to this point, his raison d'etre, the key to his core, but not anymore. Not now. Now he just plastered on the smile and paraded himself around, counting down the hours until he could hide himself away again. But what had happened to him, he thought. He used to care so much, but not now. He slumped himself on the sofa and reached his arm across, flicking fingers through racks of records until... It used to be their song, his and Winter's. They were inseparable back then, the laugh of all ages. That was back when it was just a feast, a four-day feast to celebrate the solstice. That was what was on his business card, and he was happy. I mean, he loved her more than anything. He was happy to hold a hurrah in her honour, for she was winter. Winter. But then things started to change. Winter had a vision, decided that she wanted to get colder. Christmas tried to speak to her, tell her that he didn't think it was the best idea, that the people below would probably not be too happy about it. What did they know? Why is he siding with them, the mere mortals? She was furious. How dare he speak to her like that? I mean, he was just a lowly feast. Of course, a basic feast couldn't understand her grand artistic vision. Maybe she should have listened to Spring. Maybe Sao In was a more suitable partner of her. But no, she couldn't talk like this. She wouldn't leave him, couldn't leave him. She shouldn't just throw this all away. But she did. And soon she was seen spending time with some of the other celebrations. Yes, Christmas heard word that she was spotted out on the town with Sao In. And then with Imbolc, and Beltane, and even at one point Ostara. But Christmas didn't care, well, maybe a little, but he didn't want to say goodbye. He wasn't ready, he loved her still. So he started to buy her gifts to try and win back her affections. Bears, bowls, balls, brooms, but she didn't care. Take me back, let's try again. It'll be different. You! <laughs> and the more that she resisted, the greater the gifts grew. Meanwhile, on Earth, the presents proved popular. People seemed to love the idea of the gift-giving. And it was around that time that they came. Walked up the great hill to talk to him, man to man, head to head. We like what you're doing, they said. The gift thing. Yeah, it's great. Could be great. Could be great, couldn't it? Bigger. Yes, bigger, but a great USP. Brilliant. Just needs the right PR, right management, right team. Yes. Look, Christmas. We're interested in working with you. We see a lot of um, promise in you. We think you can be big. The biggest. Massive. Bigger than any of the other holidays. Really? Bigger than it, Bob. Yes, look, Christmas, there's plenty of feasts, plenty of days of merriment. Not any other days without presents. So you want to ditch the feast? No, we like the feast. Love it. I think the feast's great. It's brilliant. Feast is good. We're going to keep the feast. But we're just just going to have the old ante on the gift-giving thing, you know. Seemed fair enough. Seemed like a collaboration. Adapt and survive. And so he did it. He signed. And sure enough, it worked. Just like they said, Christmas became big news. And everyone wanted to know him. Well, some of the other holidays stopped speaking to him, but then... You have to break a couple of bridges to safely sail a ship. <laughs> At least that's what they said. And Winter? Well, Winter still didn't care. 
When they bumped into one another, she was still rambling on about having the coldest winter yet and couldn't care less about how well Christmas was doing. Yeah, it's going to be pretty busy this year. Biggest year yet, they say. Even talk of putting out a Christmas card. Right. Great. Yeah, uh, I actually, uh, I saw something. I, I got you something. Saw it and thought you might like it. Great, another gift. Thanks. Great, thanks. Mmm, a cat. Great. Yeah, thought you might like it. Keep you warm, you know. Right. Yeah, I... Well, it's great to see you, yeah? Catch you round, maybe. <laughs> Mayday. Hi, baby. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, in a bit, then. Okay. Bye. Nice to see you, yeah? Catch you round. Wait, you've forgotten the cat. Yeah. Keep it, eh? My gift to you. Great, thanks, but... So he locked himself in his house. Just him and Mogwi. Yeah, who needs seasons anyway? I mean, he was Christmas. Besides, he had a lot of important meetings, a lot of planning. I mean, he had sponsors now, a lot of money behind him, yeah. Best that you focus. It was for the best. For the best. Christmas looked around him. The candlelight cast over the faded furniture. The empty room filled with framed photos of celebrity handshakes and piles of plastic paraphernalia bearing his name. The cards, crackers, calendars and... And now in this light, it all just seems so distasteful. So horribly distasteful. He picked up a packet, a cheap plastic doll draped in fake red fur and a cardboard covering coated in his name. Was this it? Was this what his name had become? Some hollow holiday full of cheap chintz for children to choke upon. A money-making machine for them. Of course. He'd been used. They'd taken his name and sullied it with this. He threw the doll to the floor, its brittle plastic casing shattered. He dropped to his knees. His long form bent like a giant tooth. It didn't used to be like this. It used to be so simple. I was just a feast. I used to... Of course. Of course, that's it. That's it! Excitedly, he pulled himself up. Scampering over to the side of the room, he pulled on his coat, stuffed something in his pocket, and he was out of the door. Would you like to hear the true story of Christmas? Yes, yes. Okay, we'll sit comfortably. In Christmas time, once time of treats, there was a man who cared not for sweets and nor for gifts, big or small. But he wanted to collect them all, them all. He wanted to collect them all. So into homes he snuck at night. Upon his head a pair of tights. And under trees all dressed in lights, he began to collect it all, it all. He began to collect it all. From house to house, from home to home, a knitted scarf, a mobile phone, a crying doll, a DVD, a voucher for an MP3, a card with kisses, a moped wrapped, a curl-up fish and a flat-peaked cap, a hoverboard and a game of jacks. He began to collect it all, it all. He began to collect it all. Till in few hours, nothing left. A trillion homes were left bereft. 
and in his hands, now truly blessed. He had collected it all, it all, he had collected it all. And in the land below, children cried, and women sobbed, and grown men sulked, all of them robbed. Of all they wished for, cared and slogged, someone had took it all, it all, someone had took it all. So in cold blood they left their homes, with guns in hands and solemn tones, and without words they walked alone to kill who'd crossed them all, them all, to kill who'd crossed them all. But high on hill above, not scared, he hid each gift that he had there, and cries below to him were just there, for soon he'd end it all, it all, for soon he'd end it all. And sun soon set, the searchers were sunk, their anger turned to tired and drunk, and food was cracked out and bottles brung to try and soothe them all, them all, to try and soothe them all. And where once weary, Words began, of memories of past, of man, of times when home was where the family sang, when home was heart for all, for all, when home was heart for all. And soon gifts seemed like nothing special, when fires and friends revealed their revel, for how could a gift ever be level, with time spent with all, with all, with time spent with all. Again, again! No. High above on the hill, Christmas sat perched on a giant pile of presents in his beloved home. And removing the tights from his head, he looked around him and smiled, a great big smile. He was back.